0: hello and welcome to stasis pod Transformers animated podcast I'm Rob I'm Jen I'm Alex
1: and I'm David
0: and today we are we are already on the 14th episode of Transformers animated and the last one before the two-part season one finale Ooh, oh man
2: that, oh that's an odd number of episodes for a season
0: well there was the three part and the they probably technically they probably count the pilot as like a separate thing. But it yeah. was like three episodes when it was rerun.
2: I guess, but that means it's thirteen episode season, which don't I don't remember that being a thing at the time. Uh like wasn't mm-hmm. this the era when like Nickelodeon was doing everything twenty episodes and putting the majority the No, I funny? mean
1: thirteen episode seasons have usually been the standard for weekly shows for like forever.
2: And yeah, I mean, that's I a don't quarter know of
1: the
0: year.
2: Yeah, but but uh, it's normally like twenty six. 13 just seems bizarre. It's an anime thing, but it doesn't strike me as normal for
0: American cartoons. I mean, that's what the latter two seasons of Beast Wars and both seasons of Beast Machines were.
2: Well, Beast Machines, that's 3D animated. That's a weird exception.
0: This is true. It's possible Mm -hmm. that Hasbro was still budgeting for that, though.
2: Oh, yeah, maybe that would be right.
0: first aired March 22nd, 2008, and was written by Todd Casey. Uh, this is his first, uh, episode of Transformers. He previously, or he would subsequently go on to write, uh, for two more. Uh, wrote a bunch of episodes of, uh, Brave and the Bold.
1: Ooh. Hmm.
0: Neat. And he was, uh, the assistant to Tom DeSanto on the, uh, first Transformers movie.
1: Oh. Huh. Interesting. Hmm.
0: Which is weird. Hm. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, you know, good for him for getting into uh, animation work. Yeah. yeah. It looks like he's subsequently done work on Hulk and the Agents of Smash and Avengers Assemble.
1: Hmm. I forget whether those were considered any good.
0: Uh, no. Okay.
1: Really. I was going <laughs> to say, I know one of the Avengers ones was pretty good, and then one of them was not pretty good, but I don't remember specifics.
2: Uh,
3: I feel like Home Hulk and was... the Agents of Smash kind of declares its quality on its sleeve with its name.
2: Yes. I mean, I yeah, but even that, like... It... I think it actually had some good casting. It just seemed like a weird mess. Yeah. In a few episodes I saw. I think, wasn't it like Seth Green, one of the...
0: I think Seth Green was uh Rick Jones. Yeah. Weird. And basically, playing Seth Green,
1: <laughs> as you do when you're Seth Green,
2: which could work if he was just Rick Jones, but he was the Abomination,
0: which doesn't feel yes. Good. I mean, that was from the comics at the time. Yeah, he subsequently stopped being the Abomination,
1: <laughs> and just went back to being Rick Jones. I don't know. Yes. I I don't know a lot about Hulk.
0: Basically, if you hang around the Hulk for long enough, you will be a Hulk of some sort.
1: I know that Peter David wrote it for a while, and there was an AIDS storyline at some point, and that's like ninety-nine percent of what I know about the Hulk.
0: Yeah, it was very timely. Um, Like he, like he had a sidekick in the seventies books who came back like twenty years later, having contracted AIDS, and he was trying to get the Hulk to give him a blood transfusion to cure his AIDS. Uh-huh. And the Hulk was on yeah, that's probably a bad idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. That, like, because then uh, you will be a Hulk, and, you right. know, maybe well, you, you don't. Know, then, then
0: you have Hulk AIDS. That,
1: that <laughs> That's just going to superpower. This is
2: comic books. It's just going to superpower the AIDS.
1: Yeah. Oh. It's not good. You don't want to do and, that.
0: And you do not want an AIDS-themed supervillain. Uh, DC Comics already tried that. Oh, the, God, uh, yeah. That was from, uh what was it, The New Guardians? which yes. was an, an AIDS monster called Hemogoblin.
1: Uh, which is a
2: great uh, name,
0: but... Bad. No, it's that, not.
1: That's a terrible
0: name. And that is the I, same comic that gave us the cocaine-powered supervillain Snowflame.
1: Snowflame! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: well, with all the good
0: comes the bad. you know. <laughs> anyway, speaking of white stuff, we are in the snowy <laughs> woods of uh, what I'm guessing is the upper peninsula of uh, Michigan.
1: Yeah, it, so I, uh, I lived for three winters in the snowy reaches of the Upper Peninsula, and it, it definitely had an Upper Peninsula feel to it. Now, I, I never really lived in the Northern Lower Peninsula, so I can't say anything about whether, you know, that, but it, it, I felt that it had a very Upper Peninsula feel to, yeah, I mean, to the setting here.
0: I mean, Detroit has bone-chilling winters. Yes. Uh And, I mean, this could be any part, but uh, generally the Upper Peninsula of Michigan is the more rural part. Yes. And probably the more likely to have a mining operation going, uh, which is occurring here with a couple of purple and green automated mining machines and one dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a dude who is a... uh a g1 construction worker dude i think specifically he is Sparkplug. he yeah. does look like Sparkplug, plug yeah well
2: he well in in the wiki at least calls him spark. up so pre- presumably somewhere either in the script or in the almanac he's spark plug
0: yes ah. because in the credits he was just worker i think yeah uh, voiced by jeff bennett and uh, <laughs> of course. he doesn't get a lot of time to get a name because uh, here's uh, here's some funny noises this is very horror movie opening. Doesn't yes. see anything. And then some sort of weird tentacles attack their machines. And also attack him. So, uh, so he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Although he
3: will come back from the dead as the human version of Optimus Prime. Actually, that guy is going to
0: come back like twice more, each time with a different, uh, voice.
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: So Maybe it's not he's imp- Got brothers? Or Sumdac is just cloning these guys.
1: Maybe um, I wouldn't put it past him.
0: So,
3: so, if this is Michigan, this is probably a copper mine.
1: Yes, if, if it is the UP, then it is probably a copper mine.
0: Because Although
1: the Upper Peninsula had had a great deal of copper. Yes. Much Although ago,
0: you may find mine. out later that if this guy's working for Sumdac, he may not be looking for copper. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, yes. dun, dun, dun.
0: Anyway, it turns out it's snowing in Detroit as well, and uh, Prowl is enjoying, you know, the the snow-covered beauty of the uh, city. But, you know, Prowl, people have to get to work. So he gets buried in snow by a snowplow.
2: That name again is She's Mr. He's very Plow.
1: upset by this, and I'm like, dude, you, you are a car, you drive. Well, <laughs> well, you're a motorcycle. That's even worse. You should know why people plow the roads. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's not good to drive in.
0: Like, maybe you don't have to go to the ninja office every morning. But some people do, Prowl. People have jobs.
1: (laughs) He apparently thinks that just everyone should get a snow day to just go and (laughs) sit around and be snowed on. I don't know. Yeah,
2: but he's got an... Very interesting Zen motif. It's like, beauty beauty is just raining down from the sky, and people are plowing it over. It's like, yeah, I feel that after a snowfall. I want a day of just whiteness and blankness and not having to drive
0: anywhere. A snow day. (laughs) perhaps. And he he tries to impart this wisdom to uh, Bubblebee and Sari, but they are playing a video game, and they're not paying attention. (laughs)
1: I, I appreciated it's, the GameCube purple console they have.
3: It's so, a GameCube purple Xbox with a Ben Heck flip-up screen.
2: <laughs>
1: yes, yes, it is.
2: And it's a racing game that's like PS1 graphics, side by
3: side split screen with. I've got it's practically SNES graphics, but also Bumblebee mm. says he's on level two hundred and thirty.
0: And Sari is trying <laughs> to get her car
3: to jump?
1: Yeah. I mean,
3: that, that's not that unrealistic for a
2: racing game. Yeah, and the is. controllers are really bizarre looking.
1: I'm going to guess that this game was designed by the same people who designed the game that Fix-It was playing in uh, Robots in Disguise.
0: Well, the one that's kind of an Angry Birds clone, except it's just Super Mario sound effects? And then it turns out to be Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Yeah, yes. Stupid.
1: Yeah. Just you
0: know, game. <laughs> so so Bumblebee, so Prowl is all, hey, you know, machines suck. I'm turning off your video game, and then Bumblebee is all, you know, you yourself are a machine.
1: <laughs> Bumblebee is like, you suck.
0: <laughs> and uh, just in time for this uh, to be the theme of the episode. Uh, Optimus Prime announces that they've detected a strange Cybertronian, uh, life signature, uh, somewhere up north. It's, it's not sentient, but, uh, I'm gonna send you to check it out. And Excellent. Sari Excellent. decides Excellent. to... Yes, you two are having a dramatic conflict, so I'm gonna magnify this by sending <laughs> you into the woods alone.
1: <laughs> yes, great idea.
0: And Sari wants to go with them because she is excited to go camping.
1: Yes. Hey,
2: because- she this is ideal
1: totally camping weather. No, it's oh, yes. all about camping, and yes, also you should totally take small children camping in sub-zero weather.
0: I mean, winter camping is a thing.
1: Yeah, but it's
0: for crazy people.
1: Like advanced level camping, there.
0: Yes, and as we will uh, soon find out, uh, Sari is certainly not on. What is it? Uh, a level two thirty of camping?
1: <laughs> no, nope. no, she is not.
0: So they, they drive up, uh, Bumblebee is upset because the roads are like gravel. Sorry he's excited to do camping stuff, roasting marshmallows, telling ghost stories.
2: Mellow marshes?
0: Yes, the, there's a running gag where none of the Autobots can quite comprehend what a marshmallow is.
1: Yes, and think that it has something to do with swampland.
0: Yes. So they get there, and it turns out that Bumblebee, uh, much like Tom Haverford on that one episode of Parks and Rec, has brought a whole bunch of electronic devices with him.
3: Yes. Including some that he fit in questionable locations.
0: Yes. Uh, the, Carl <laughs> asks, uh, where did you even find room for all this junk? I'd rather not say.
2: <laughs> uh, which brings up the, the great running thing. There's, he looks very ashamed. There's a lot of good facial and posing animations, and most of them are bumblebee overacting. Yes. Wonderfully. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: This stuff was somewhere uncomfortable. (laughs) I'm not sure where that is in a robot, but it's somewhere in there. The backseat of a car?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Backseat of a bumblebee.
0: that'd be- Backseat of a Volkswagen. (laughs) (laughs) So it turns out that not only does Bumblebee hate the outdoors, but also Sari, who is super excited to go camping, uh, has never been camping. She's and seen so it in it? movies. Yes.
1: Yeah, of course. Of course. Good job, Sari. Good job.
2: Yeah, I've seen camping in movies, too, and I've seen Leslie Nielsen killed by a bear. It doesn't make <laughs> it real.
0: Oh, is that in, what's that in, Grizzly?
2: Uh, no. Oh, um... It's a rift tracks movie that I got. I forgot what it's
0: Dave called. the is it Food of the Gods?
2: No, 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 no.
0: Dave the Animals?
2: Uh yeah, I think so.
1: Cry Wilderness. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I was just thinking of a version of this that turns into the gray.
2: Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> <Dave>. <laughs> Sorry he's gotta make himself a bunch of uh brass knuckles made out of broken uh airline booze bottles. <laughs>
3: I am amused by prowl referring to cleansing fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's a little scary there.
1: Yeah, ch- chill out, prowl. Chill out.
0: Is somebody telling you to burn things? <laughs> 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 but surprisingly prowl is pretty good at not only starting a fire but also pitching a tent. He is basically a camping ninja. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> His ninja I guess skills may- include
0: camping. I mean, maybe it's like a ninja thing where he and his ninja sensei went out into the woods or something. Yeah. I know. I've seen you know. a couple episodes of Naruto and I'm pretty sure that told <laughs> me that all ninja training occurs in the woods.
2: Yeah, it's kind of a ninja movie thingy. Send so you out into the woods to train and you have to k- karate bear fight.
1: Stupid Naruto.
3: <laughs> in, in retrospect, I'm a bit disappointed Prowl has the hollow emitter because it means he can't do the thing where the afterimage of him just goes poof and turns out to have been a log all along.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why, Naruto?
0: In fact, Bumblebee takes Prowl's uh, holographic uh, uh, device and uses it to play what appears to be some sort of bear-themed horror movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Those are my favorite kind.
0: Could be Day of the Animals, could be Grizzly, or it's... Maybe in this uh, future, the sequel to Grizzly actually came out. Grizzly 2, The Predator. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Which had, like, a bunch of big names. Yeah, wasn't, um...
2: One of the Batman, I think?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, George Clooney was going to be in it. What? Uh, Louise Fletcher, Nurse Ratchet herself.
2: Ow. Oddly, I uh, think that movie was almost entirely completed except for the bear scenes.
0: They just Yeah, Charlie Sheen, Laura Dern, and John Reese Davies indeed.
2: <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, back when he was more likable because we didn't know his political affiliations.
1: Oh, don't tell me that.
2: Or rac was it racism?
0: It turns out I'm a racist indeed.
1: Well, I mean, dwarves, you know, they're kinda racist sometimes. <laughs>
0: Yes. The main scenes for Grizzly Two the Predator were completed, but before special effects featuring a huge electromechanical bear could be used, the executive producer disappeared with all the funds, with some sources saying he was jailed during the time of the filming. <laughs> However, there is filmed footage of a live bear attacking a live rock concert which was shot in Hungary. Oh which means some people were probably eaten. Oh
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: This sounds amazing. Yeah. And that, that first Grizzly is kind of fun, although not as fun as Prophecy, which is oh. about like a big, gross, scabby, goopy bear.
2: Yeah, and her cubs, cause they've been, uh, affected by, I think it was mercury poisoning?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's oh, a weird man. movie, but a good crazy movie.
1: I... <laughs> Random statement, I have sad feelings about mercury poisoning now, oh. after having listened to a podcast. Dear. called S-Town.
3: I'm just oh. imagining a version of this grizzly to the predator where it is a bear fighting
0: a predator. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's something we haven't actually seen. Predators fighting normally. I mean,
0: no, I think despite there being like five movies with predators in them, we've never seen Predator v. Animals. Yeah, that's... Even though their whole thing is that they like hunt big game.
2: That, wow, that's a movie that really needs to happen.
0: They're like some... Uh, there's some, like, alien animals in that one with, uh...
2: Oh, yeah, Predators. for Grace.
0: Predators. Yeah,
2: I think there's some, like, Predator dogs or something. Oh
0: Yeah, and, uh, Transformers Connection to the movie Prophecy, uh, star- it stars Robert Foxworth, voice of, uh, Transformers movie Ratchet. Oh. And, as the voice of the bear, Frank Welker. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of
1: course. Uh, Frank Welker, he's the best.
0: Doing a bunch of bear noises.
1: (laughs) As he does. Anyway, that must have been
0: amazing to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, we never get to find out what bear movie this is, because Prowl smashes the media player.
1: (laughs) Aww. What a jerk.
0: So, with nothing to do except stare into the wilderness and contemplate the sweet release of death, (laughs) they all go to sleep. (laughs) And they hear a spooky noise.
1: (gasps) Dun-dun-dun!
0: Bumblebee says, okay, it's a monster. Getting out of here. Prowl says, hey, it's only a bear. And bears, despite the movies that we've just been talking about, are not monsters.
2: Unfortunately, but this th- bear has shovel hands.
0: Yeah, this <laughs> this thing is very... It is a monster, and it's very Ben 10.
1: Yeah, it's got like a big eye in its chest. And, and
0: a bunch of eyes everywhere. It's got no head.
1: Yeah, it, it's got big
0: shoulders. A a vaguely humanoid shape, and it uses the uh, mining robots that we saw in the beginning as limbs.
3: And, yeah, they are Constructicon green. Yes.
0: <laughs> of course. Uh, of is. course they are. It is pretty cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. And as Sari says, I knew monsters were real. Tudor is such a liar, which amused <laughs> me. No, <laughs> that is a great line. Because I assume she is just constantly pestering Tutorbot with with uh, questions about whether things are actually real. <laughs> I see a Jersey Devil.
2: which you
3: know? No,
0: sorry. The events of the movie RoboCop did not actually happen.
2: <laughs> I mean that—that's right in the one thing. But Tudorbot, were you not there when the giant cockroach was there?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's not a naturally occurring monster.
1: Yeah, that's that's perfectly normal.
3: Uh,
1: so proudly from-
3: starring stars at it and.
0: Like always, they do nothing. <laughs> yep.
1: He, tried. he I, tried.
0: They worked that one time on Colossus Roads.
1: Hmm. And then never again.
0: And they even explicitly repaired Colossus Roads, so they did not affect him later on. <laughs> anyway, the Allspark Key starts going nuts, so this thing is somehow Cybertronian. They found the thing. Yes. Good job. This is, or rather, it found them.
3: I, I love going. how nonchalant Sari is about that too. Just yes. Key is glowing and pulling me toward it, so it's probably Cybertronian.
1: Well, yep. I guess it's a Cybertronian thing. I mean kind at of this point. This by now. Yeah. Yes, it I must mean, be Tuesday. It's a thing. Yes, it must be Tuesday.
0: So they get away and they figure out what it is, and what it is is space barnacles.
1: <laughs> <gasps> so For some reason, it seemed sort of, I don't know, interesting to me that it's just something that has no, like, weird G1 connection. Yeah. I don't know why I expected it had to, but it just, you know, you expect that these days.
0: This is a real 4.30 on a Friday in the writer's room kind of uh, solution here.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, and I certainly don't mind things not just being G1 all the time, but...
2: Yeah, it's amusing, but, like, it was like, oh, it's Scraplets. Wait, it's not Scraplets? Yeah, it's such a missed opportunity for them to be Scraplets.
3: Oh.
1: Yeah!
0: Everything's better
1: when it's Scraplets.
0: But well, we will get a Scraplets episode in the next Transformers cartoon.
1: Yeah.
0: It turns out they're adorable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are! They're so cute.
0: Now this is just somebody saying, "Well, okay, I guess they're like barnacles, and they're from space, and I have got to get onto the highway in ten minutes to beat the traffic." I say that they are space barnacles.
1: <laughs> yep, that's it.
0: So yeah, they're they're barnacles. They live in space. They attach themselves to spacecraft, and they act like a computer virus? Question mark.
1: <laughs> Apparently,
0: the guy who wrote the techno babble was sick that day. Yeah. <laughs> and they act like maybe like a regular virus not a computer virus
1: yeah that's like the opposite i mean not the opposite but it's very different
0: yes you you're not getting space barnacles because you open the wrong attachment yeah no they 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 latch onto your ship and they drain its energy and you can only get them get rid of them with extreme heat because i guess they live in space
1: which is interesting because you would think that they would be like capable of surviving re-entry, at least.
0: I mean, I guess clearly these ones were.
1: Well, yeah, I suppose that's fair, but still. I mean, that's, I guess, maybe that's how you... Well, no, it's not how you get them to get off whatever it is they're on without necessarily killing it, because that's not what happens. No. I don't know. I give up.
0: They didn't quite think this through, I don't think.
1: No i I feel like that's true.
3: I think we've already put more conversation into this than they did
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: so yeah. Th- their their first instinct of course, is to run away, but they realize that it could get this thing could shamble its way to Detroit and infect the whole city, which would be bad
1: because it's full of machines there
0: so they uh they use the uh they use the key to uh, track it down, they trace it back to this mine shaft and uh does this feel a little Scooby-Doo at this point? Yes. Yeah. Abandoned mineshaft.
2: A silly-looking monster that looks like a guy in a suit.
0: <laughs> Sadly, they do... I mean, actually, we kind of do... Well, we'll get to this. Also,
1: also, it just made me really want to play Minecraft. So, there's that.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, you go, you go in the cave, there's something weird in there. <laughs>
0: So they, they get in the cave, and, well they're, uh, fortunately the creature is not in the cave, but on top of it, and it drops a whole bunch of snow on them, sealing Bumblebee and Sari inside.
1: Also, they yes, can... it's not just a cave, this is the mine. Right, the mine. There. Yes, which is why and... it makes me want to play Minecraft.
0: Yes, and Bumblebee <laughs> talks about playing medieval maze monsters. So is this a video game, or is this... Now that's uh, some kind up. of uh like Dungeons and Dragons thing.
1: I I don't know, but that's a pretty high I mean I've been playing World of Warcraft forever and I'm only level 110. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it's the same game because there were cars in that. And I don't I think there'd be cars in medieval well, maze he, monsters.
1: He drives in medieval maze monsters. I yeah, mean not rip- in that but in in this.
0: I guess maybe it's just the monsters that are medieval, and not the game itself.
1: Maybe I don't know. I I think this definitely falls into not having been thought through that thoroughly.
0: was and wasn't that the fake uh Dungeons and Dragons in that Tom Hanks movie? Oh,
1: I don't know. Was oh, that, no. was that uh, Mazes and Monsters?
0: Mazes that was Mazes movie. and Monsters. Mazes and Monsters. Oh yeah. End up. Maybe it's not Tom Hanks. Somebody in, ends up killing themselves in like steam tunnels. Thanks to the evils of D&D.
1: Oh my god. That.
0: Is he the one who goes crazy?
2: Yes. Tom Hanks. Delightfully weird movie.
1: Oh my god. That movie. (laughs) I'm just like having a moment here.
3: People know about it because Tom Hanks is in it, but he's not the main character.
1: (laughs) No, No, people know about it because it's a hilarious D&D fear-mongering Thing.
0: And connections. Uh Kevin Peter Hall is uh in both Mazes and Monsters, uh Prophecy and uh Predator. Oh, he was the bear in Predator, or Prophecy too? Yes, huh. because he's a suit he was like seven feet tall.
2: he was a tall, <laughs> skinny guy who was Wait, was he also Harry in Harry and the
0: Henderson? He was also Harry in, in Harry and the um, Henderson's the movie and the T V show.
2: Uh not the entire T V show, he died.
0: Right. It aids. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's unfortunate.
0: Yes. He's, uh, and he replaced Jean-Claude Van Damme in that first uh, Predator movie. Huh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They wanted somebody who was tall. <laughs> anyway, so Prowl is trying to fight off this, uh, this creature. Eventually Prowl does manage to, uh, use his holograms to fool it into smashing the, uh, the mine open himself. Uh anyway, so this this frees Bumblebee and Bumblebee uses the his stingers to uh to zap it and send it plummeting into the river below.
1: Good job, Bumblebee. Good job.
0: Which as he says, uh poaches the space barnacles.
1: There's a and, very curious water
3: effect going on down there too. Yeah, that, so that that's delicious. weird looking. Yeah.
2: Oh, and Prowl uses fire ninjutsu. <laughs> like he actually does hand poses while hanging upside down and it just fires his thrusters.
0: Unfortunately, and then Prowl was a zombie.
1: <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So, yes, it goes from being a bear-themed horror movie to being a zombie movie. Yeah. Good job. Most zombie movies, with with some exceptions, most of them don't take place in rural settings. That's like the whole point is that they take place in settings with lots and lots of people around. Although I
0: will note that the ur-zombie uh, movie, Night of the Living Dead, takes place... In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. That's true.
1: Out of the living dead, starring our president, Barack Obama.
2: And zombie movies before that, which were not modern zombie movies, were
0: mostly... He great.
1: really looks like Barack Obama. He kind of yes. does, yeah.
0: That is the the guy in the original, not the guy in the second one, who is Tony Todd, future Transformers guest star. Oh, yeah, Ooh. Tony Todd. I've heard about that. Yeah, that remake is actually pretty decent. Hmm. I mean, it's just kind of the first one all over again, but that's a good movie. Mm. And it probably has, I mean, it actually has professional actors in it, so they're a little better. (laughs) Hey, it's Tony Todd. He's great. And he's not terrifying for the uh, majority of the movie, which is unusual for Tony Todd. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Mm. Good job.
0: Anyway, so Prowl has got barnacles for, for starters just on his hands which give him gives him like palm eyeballs which is always creepy
1: yeah that's that's definitely creepy
0: it's like uh Doug jones in uh what's it called
1: oh yes an hellboy oh.
0: no no but no um, um oh. pans labyrinth pans labyrinth
1: oh yes. that one okay
3: they yeah. clearly were having a lot of fun with this whole barnacle zombie design
2: thing yes
1: so the, they the uh, character designers at least were not Taking
2: a Friday off. No, well, neither no. were the animators. Bumblebee does some weird, interesting poses again.
1: What? Yeah, was that like a specific
0: anime reference or something? Or I he
2: almost does a common rider pose, but not quite. Although I get, I think now it's referred to as the dab, Dab?
0: Oh, the, the weird, oh, the dab. Yes,
2: yeah, that whatever that weird thing is, which I have no idea what it is. I just have seen references to it on Twitter.
0: I need to watch more football. Oh, it's a football oh. thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of guys do it in the end zone when they, uh, they score a touchdown. Oh.
1: Aha.
2: Uh-huh. I miss when they used to dance.
0: I think it was Cam Newton who started that.
2: Bring back the Super Bowl shuffle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, so once again, they are about to run, but they know that Prowl is just going to follow them. And, uh, so they, they, sorry has the brilliant idea of shutting off the headlights so that Prowl can't follow them. And, He immediately crashes into a tree. Yes,
1: Yes. because that was a terrible idea. Thanks, sorry. (laughs) Which, like,
2: it it is a bad idea, but they're in snow. If there's any moon or starlight, it's going to be bright enough.
0: And apparently it's not, because it looks pitch black out there. It
2: does, but it should be lighter. That's kind of in service to the joke. Yeah, in service to the joke, but with the snow, I I realize that shouldn't work. (laughs)
0: So, so they're gonna do the thing where they, they lure him into the mine and, uh, blast the, uh, the opening so that it collapses trapping him inside. And it works perfectly, except for the part where they did it Forgot while they were inside honest. the mine.
1: <laughs> yes. And, uh, Good job. Good job.
2: Yes, back into their rather menacing looking, oddly purple mine. Yes. With a giant central chamber.
0: And roller sure. coaster mine cart- tracks and... <laughs> yes. Like the end of uh, like the end of Temple of Doom.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah, B's minecart mode is kind of adorable.
0: Yes, he, he partially transforms himself into a minecart, which is hilarious.
1: Yes. And all his legs. Earlier yes, when he's
3: a- running with Sari and wants to turn into vehicle mode, the animation they did for that is just delightful. Yes. Kind of
0: jumps and swings up and around. Yeah, it's a it is a it is a neat little bit. So, sorry he has the idea of using a fire hose on them, and well, only no, does- Bumblebee this. has the idea of using the fire hose. Yes, and he's disappointed because he thinks that it's a hose that shoots fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which would be pretty cool, but yeah. also it's so- It's not an unreasonable
0: assumption. Although, you <laughs> yeah. work for a fire truck who is not a truck who shoots fire.
1: Yeah, maybe like, he- <gasps> Maybe he's- Maybe he doesn't realize that. Maybe he's always thought that Optimus Prime actually shoots fire.
0: <laughs> I mean, I could believe that he's just not paying attention. Yes.
3: Yes.
0: Although there, there is a gag in the last episode uh, where he, they're looking for a fire extinguisher, and he does know that the, their fire extinguisher is attached to Prime.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> well, by then he's figured it out.
0: Anyway, so Sari has an idea, and they're, go- and she's going to hook up the fire hose. To the furnace, so that they can blast super hot water at uh, Prowl, which will get that off. But unfortunately, before she can do so, uh, Prowl infects Bumblebee as well, and now they're both crawling with barnacles.
1: Oops. Yes. Now he is also a zombie. the The zombie plague has has been spread. Oh. As,
2: you know, it would He's be. a zombie. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh David. God.
1: No. No.
0: And for once, unfortunately, Sari has found the one machine that she cannot use her Allspark key on.
1: Oops, yes. Which,
2: I might make sense in a way. Like, if this is a really old mine, it doesn't have any Cybertronian technology in it for her key to work on. I could buy it. It's an active mine.
1: Like that toilet that totally had all that Cybertronian technology.
3: Mm. What I'm baffled by is why there's this active furnace that can have superheated water.
2: <laughs> um, yes. yeah, the fir- that is kind of weird. Like, a mine might have a pump to get the water out if things flood, but why would it be a furnace? I, I don't know enough about mining technology.
0: <laughs> no. So instead of, uh, u- using her key in the traditional sense, she just uses it to strike sparks. Which you know. somehow ignites the furnace. Even though it seems to have like an electrical element.
2: <laughs> Magic. Yeah, you smack it enough times, things will work. It's, it's a tradition.
1: Yeah, it'll be fine. It's fine. Fine. It'll be fine.
0: And indeed it works. She blasts the, uh, the two Autobots with scalding hot water. Uh, luckily all the scalding water does to her is to uh, slightly, uh, muss her hair.
2: Yeah. It, it turns the room into a sauna, and, and there's a nice humid humid effect that blurs everything after that. Yes. The, and this episode is really well animated throughout. Like, uh-huh. some of the episodes, like Nanosec, had really great fight scenes, but the rest was just okay. This, the whole episode's great.
0: Yes. So, the Autobots are back to normal. The uh, space barnacles drop off to a couple of little actual barnacle-looking things fall on the ground. Yes. And so they all go back home, where Sari now has a cold.
1: Aww.
0: she or had is- to ride all the way back in wet clothes.
1: And apparently Bumblebee has no heater, which, why? Why would he have no heater?
0: I mean, my my suggestion is that since he scanned, um Captain Fanzone's car, Captain Fanzone's heater is probably broken.
1: Yep. But he's, he lives in Detroit. You you leave your A.C. broken. You don't leave your heater broken.
0: Ah, but he scanned it in the summer. Uh Fanzone only fixes it in, like, November when he really has to. <laughs>
1: yeah, that sounds about right. Also, he repeatedly points out that that is why he hates machines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we figured this out.
0: Yes, and the Autobots have also kind of figured things out as Sari tries to make a metaphor about how they fought a monster that was part nature and part machine working together to make a big rampaging monster, just like the Autobot team. It's not a good metaphor.
1: <laughs> no, it's really not. She tried, TM.
0: And meanwhile, back in the woods, Professor deck is there, and he finds that big chunk of whatever... That was covered with barnacles.
1: And it's silver, and it has a big Decepticon symbol on it. Which he doesn't
0: recognize? No, like I
2: guess he hasn't been up close to the few Decepticons that have shown up.
0: I guess. You'd think maybe they'd give him the primer, you know, red face good, purple face bad.
1: Maybe they don't expect him to ever come face to face with them.
0: Yeah.
1: Or certainly to have one, like, you know, in his closet.
2: But the, the way Sumdak is so happy to find this, it, it's like he's found the perfect gift to give it to his significant other,
0: Megatron.
1: <laughs> his best friend, Megatron.
0: And, yes, uh, I think, uh, they don't actually tell us this in the episode, but it's clearly the rest of Megatron.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, because
1: it well, at looks least like... part of his chest. I don't know the that chest it's the entire the rest of Megatron.
0: Yeah. No.
3: Seems like it is the torso and legs we see later.
2: Yeah, because yes. the the construction machines he got, he was using his arms, the shovel and the pickaxe. And right. Megatron was the rest of it under the ah. barnacles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I guess the question is, where is Megatron Spark in this thing, or is it in his head? <laughs> well, considering ah. what we
2: know about Bulkhead's head, it presumably Sparks are in their heads in this series.
0: Or at least there's, like, a tether. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, they can just be connected on, like, a metaphysical slash energy plane. No, it has to
2: be in the head, because remember, they said at the beginning of the episode, it was Cybertronian technology moving around, but there was no sign of a spark. Uh Or did they... Oh, yeah. Or no life signs or something. So, spark not in body, in head.
0: Seems to be helpful. Although, maybe it has different life signs when it doesn't have... Like the the head connected? Yeah.
1: I'm scared. I'm scared. This might be in
0: the almanac. I should probably check it out. Probably. Yeah. It's about time for a read. Oh, and there was something else I was going to mention. I cannot remember what it was. Uh. Uh-huh.
3: Oh, I did do a bit of quick googling. I think 13 episode uh, production runs were the norm on Cartoon Network at this time.
0: Okay. Oh. Oh, right, this, my, uh, I was gonna talk about the Scooby-Doo parallels in this episode, because indeed, oh, yeah. we get an unmasking of the monster at the end, and it was Old Man Megatron! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: well, yeah, you can't have an unmasking because there's no head, but...
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: <gasps> we get an un- Old Man Megatron!
0: We get an unbarnacling.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Ah, uh, I would have cog- I would have conquered the universe if it weren't for you meddling kids.
1: Wait, Who's so... The, I guess sorry is the dog in this
2: case. Yeah, I, I think because uh, Bumblebee is more the Shaggy.
0: Yeah, I'm yep. not sure who uh, Prowl is. I don't think any. Prowl is yet. everybody else. Was anybody in the Scooby gang a ninja?
2: <laughs> well, if you combine all the other characters' of competence together, that kind I of mean, equals one Prowl. I mean,
0: Fred really loves, loves to set traps, and ninjas also set traps. This is true. Um Velma is smart, like a ninja. Hmm. And um he's got the uh he's got the girlish figure of uh <laughs> of Daphne.
3: <laughs> Actually, you know what this is that era of Scooby Doo where it was just Daphne Scooby and Shaggy.
0: Oh, uh like like oh. in the eighties. Like around uh, uh thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo oh,
1: with Vincent Price that was so great. Okay. Although that was also
0: with, uh, I believe Scrappy Doo, and I believe there was like a, some sort of child con artist who tagged Razzle. Yes, Flim yeah. Flam. Rappers? Oh, Flim Flam. Flim
1: Flam. Flim. I remember this. And I wish I didn't.
0: I leave this message to all living mortals. Whoever, whoever opens this chest shall release thirteen deadly ghosts.
1: And I, I
0: wish that twice. had been good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, man, I thought it was great when I was, like, six or seven or whenever that came out.
0: I mean, it at least produced a uh, couple amusing episodes of Mystery Inc. with, uh, what's, uh... Der,
1: oh, I need to watch more of that.
0: Oh, that... Oh, he's on Rescue Bots and every he was the brain. What's his name? Michael... Maurice LaMarche? Maurice LaMarche, doing his uh, Vincent Price impression as oh. Vincent Van Gogh. Yes. <laughs>
2: I really mm-hmm. should see more of that because apparently it got Lovecrafty at the end. But I think I saw oh, the yeah. best episode when I saw the War of the Gargantuas parody episode.
0: I mean, it gets literally Lovecrafty, and in as much as it stars Jeff, there's an episode featuring Jeffrey Combs as horror novelist H.P. Hatecraft.
2: <laughs> I did see that one too. Didn't that um, Harlan Ellison was in that
1: episode? Yes, p-
0: playing himself. What? Yeah.
1: Oh that, man, I really so good. Watch that. I, I've known this series is well regarded, but I didn't realize it was amazing.
0: And there's an episode it's, of a pretty good, uh, Twin Peaks bit. Ooh. It's yep. The backwards talking little people.
1: Wow. Uh, <laughs> why
2: always that reference?
0: And, I mean, that's the easiest one to do, because you're not- you're, I know. You know, you know that- you know, Scooby and Shaggy aren't gonna stumble upon, uh, you know, Daphne's corpse wrapped in plastic. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> there's always and, the woman talking to a log.
0: Uh, there is um, also the log. I mean, she's
1: she's my life goal.
0: The old
3: lady talking backwards, <laughs> or maybe just have some good pie.
0: Yes, damn yeah. damn good pie.
3: Yeah. And oh. and when when you said Harlan Ellison playing himself, he
2: is playing himself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he's just complaining about things
2: constantly, constantly. old and curmudgeonly. How? <laughs> Confused by these young people.
0: I mean, I don't think oh, he gets a chance to call know. Gene Roddenberry a jerk, but that might have been on the cutting room floor.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, Man.
0: Because do not ask Carlin Ellison about Gene Roddenberry.
1: No, he has opinions. Oh, he opinions has opinions.
0: And uh, we have opinions on Nature Calls, which I think I forgot to mention at the beginning of the episode, but I think that's the first Transformers episode named after a bathroom joke.
1: Yeah, I was gonna, gonna say a euphemism for, <laughs> for having to go to the bathroom. Which is great. Good job. That's not helping their case with the whole, like, <laughs> badly named episodes thing.
0: I mean, it's kind of creative. It's, I guess. I sort of? Anyway, it's it, it's an enjoyable enough episode.
2: Yeah, it, it's surprisingly good for it's a Scooby-Doo-ish episode. Mm-hmm. It looks good, good character action.
1: Yeah.
0: You're in, you're out. He's a cool-looking monster. Yeah. Yeah. And we get a big tease for the uh, season finale at the end. Yep. Yes. This ain't going to be good, folks. I mean, no. well, it's going to be good. Well,
3: but it's going to be great. This does not bode well it's... for our favorite characters. Yes.
0: No. yes. Unless our favorite character is Megatron, because the next episode is entitled <laughs> Megatron Rising.
1: <gasps> Part dun, one. Dun, dun.
0: Part one is
3: where you leave him out to proof and...
1: <laughs> it's got to rise. It's important. You
0: yeast. know, you can't can't leave it in the oven too long. Don't gotta make sure you use enough yeast. Yes. Don't make any like loud noises or drop anything, or that Megatron is just gonna be flat, and <laughs> your dinner party <laughs> is ruined.
1: It's very sad. Very very sad.
0: But until then, you can find us all over the, all over the internet. We are on Facebook, we are on Tumblr, and we are on Twitter.
1: And we are hosted by iconunderground.net, uh, where actually I, I, meant to mention earlier, uh, we now have our first Patreon exclusive podcast episode. Mm. Mm. Uh, go to patreon.com slash iconunderground. Uh, at, <laughs> at a mere dollar a month, you can Help us, uh, help us upgrade equipment, uh, buy subscriptions for podcasting services, uh, various other helpful things. And you can get, uh, you can listen to all of us talk about, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yay! So go, go check that out.
0: And you can find us, uh, you can also find us on whatever podcast service you like, whether it be iTunes or Google Play. Wherever you do get us, please rate and review. It helps the show. And if you'd like to uh, let us know what you feel about space barnacles or uh, or bear movies or uh, Scooby-Doo, then please write into the maximailbag mailbag at stasispodcast at gmail.com. We'll read your letters on the air and probably not make fun of them.
1: <laughs> probably. Maybe. Yeah. So,
0: until next time, we cover Megatron Rising Part 1. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. They're
3: coming to get you, Barbara. I'm Alex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no,
2: I'm
3: not. <Jen>. Oh. <laughs>
0: keep catchy
1: you get the
2: Something I think I've seen on Top Gear, but I no. don't Anywho, uh, podcast.
0: Yes, are we, ready to, are we all ready to go?
1: I like the podcast.
0: Sure, why not? Let me okay. yes. turn off my noisier
2: humidifier. Edit that out. Take warm, again. warm again. I like the warm
3: yeah I'm definitely not a fan.
1: I could definitely go for less warm
3: <laughs> these episodes made me want it to be snowy again
0: yeah. yes it's very wintry all right, so uh, are we all ready to uh, start up?
1: I got my notes. I have food in me
0: uh
2: recording is started yep I think we'll go Alex just like I'll
3: get my I'm backup. here. Yep, I have uh, the episode up I have my notes up. Let
0: me get my call note fired up here, so uh, we've got to back up.
1: Hey. Oh, we have our Zencaster link.
0: We have four people. Four of us. Oh, that's so, right. No.
2: Aww, it isn't Monday, but yeah. we're doing
0: yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid <laughs> that uh, I'm the, I'm the, well, I guess fourth wheel doesn't really make sense because that's actually useful. <laughs> you
3: know, every week when we do the Icon underground.net plug. Mm-hmm. I flash back to the intro of a uh, Homestar Runner. <laughs> I think that for any yeah. .net address.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: It's <What>? dot
2: com. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>